0: Previous meta-analysis of randomized controlled trials of oral anticoagulation in patients with heart failure and sinus rhythm reported reduced stroke risk and increased bleeding risk compared to antiplatelets or, say, placebo. However, the effect estimates may be subject to imprecision. As all included trials were prematurely terminated, so stroke was not the primary outcome and overall results were primarily driven by a single trial which accounted for about 80% of all strokes. Current guidelines do not provide strong recommendations about the role of oral anticoagulants in heart failure patients with sinus rhythm. I'm Carmen Leif Jenkins, Managing Editor of the International Journal of Stroke, and I spoke to Dr. George Nacios from the University of Thessaly and Department of Medicine, the University of Thessaly, Marissa in Greece. Dr. Natsios and his team wanted to provide a more accurate estimate of the effect of oral anticoagulation on stroke risk in heart failure patients with sinus rhythm by using a systematic review and meta-analysis of all the available randomized controlled trials, but also including... The recently published evidence.
1: My name is George Darius. I'm calling in from Greece, from Larissa, the University of Thessaly, and I'm studying also on behalf of my two other co authors. Konstantinos Vemos from Athens and uh, Gregory Lee from Liverpool, UK. I'm a stroke physician and my background is internal medicine. So
0: what do you mean when you suggest that the effects of oral anticoagulation in patients with heart failure and sinus rhythm may be subject to imprecision?
1: Uh, well, actually, this is not the first meta-analysis in the field has been another meta-analysis some years ago in the field, but uh, the results which uh, were were reported from that meta-analysis were subject to imprecision, as you just mentioned. Uh, Not because of the meta-analysis itself, but because of the available data back then. So, the included trials at that moment uh, were prematurely terminated and uh, stroke was not the primary outcome in most of these trials. And uh, actually the overall results of those trials were primarily driven by a single trial which accounted for more than 8% of all strokes. So this mechanized, a few years ago, some years ago, did uh, report uh, some conclusions and some results but uh, there is new evidence now available from another trial, a large trial. And the new trial that we are discussing was the commander heart failure trial, it was published last year, and this trial provided uh, actually, uh, actually doubles the number of patients who are included in this meta-analysis, in the previous meta-analysis, about 5,000 patients were included, doubles the number, about 10,000 patients, so gives a better estimate of the results on this topic.
0: Fantastic, what were your search parameters for this review?
1: Well, actually we followed the the typical uh, pathway for uh, any quality meta-analysis, so we we had to search uh, two databases which were PubMed and Scopus. we didn't use any language restriction and we looked for full-text articles of randomized controlled trials of oral anticoagulation versus antiplatelet or placebo in patients with heart failure and uh, sinus rhythm. The, uh, the search uh, was performed between uh, the inception of the databases and the uh, end of August of 2018. But we did not consider a conference abstracts for, uh, uh, for the meta-analysis. And we used several items uh, which, are, which are mentioned uh, more extensively in the, in the paper. I will not go through that in, for the sake of time. And just to, to summarize, with the study and the meta analysis was conducted and reported in accordance with the PRISMA methodology, which is the appropriate methodology for any such type of for study, stroke, we found that oral anticoagulation was associated with a reduction in the risk of uh, any stroke compared to antiplatelet or, no, uh, or placebo or no treatment uh, at all. And the absolute risk reduction. Was 1.3 percent, which was statistically significant, but this was offset by the second outcome, which was major bleeding, which seemed to be worse in patients who were who were on oral anticoagulation versus antiplatelet or placebo, and the absolute risk increase in that case was 2 percent. So actually. If you combine those, you see that it goes towards the other direction. And there was no uh, major difference in the rates of death, there was no statistical significance in the rate in the risk of death between those who were anticoagulated versus those who were on platelet or placebo. So just to summarize with uh, some numbers, uh, that's more easy to remember uh, for every 1,000 patients who would be treated with an oral decline other than a platinum or placebo for about two years 13 strokes would have been prevented, but 20 additional hemorrhages would have occurred without have a significant difference in death rates so this is more or less a summary of the results that we got now the interesting thing is that uh, there were a lot of patients in the meta-analysis, about 10,000 patients Uh, with a total follow-up of about 21,000 patient-years, which corresponds to about uh, 2.2 years per patient.
0: They found that oral anticoagulation associated with a considerable reduction of stroke risk, which is offset by a significant increase in major bleeding risk. So for every 1,000 patients treated with oral anticoagulation rather than antiplatelet or no antithrombotic treatment for 2.21 years, 13 strokes are prevented, but 20 additional major hemorrhages occur without significant difference in death rates. Where do we go next now with this area of study? What, what is the next thing we need to look at clinically?
1: Well, it seems that uh, at least with oral anticoagulants, uh, the use of, of current oral anticoagulants doesn't improve outcomes in those patients, in patients with uh, stroke and heart failure and sinus rhythm. Oral decoagulation does reduce the risk of stroke, but on the other hand, it increases uh, the risk of major bleeding. So we have to look for other potential uh, antithrombotic strategies for those patients. And perhaps one way that somebody could consider could see in the future coming is uh, some uh, new oral anticoagulants which are on development right now, like for example the factor 11A inhibitors, which uh, seem to have a much more favorable safety profile compared to the anticoagulants which are nowadays available. So, if this proves to be then this would mean that perhaps somebody could avoid the increase, the risk of uh, bleeding as reported in this meta-analysis, but keeping also the reduction in the rate of uh, stroke. So perhaps somebody could consider that in the future, if those new anticoagulants which are under development prove to be much more safer, perhaps somebody could consider a future trial of versus or placebo which is uh, the standard of care according to the current knowledge.
0: Can I just do a, ask you a mechanical question for someone who's a lay person or who has not really had much experience in this area of stroke and stroke research but is interested in the podcast. When you use an oral anticoagulant on a patient and it needs to be reversed we now have some reversal agents like say idarucizumab or something like that. Say if somebody was going to use oral anticoagulants on a patient that had heart failure um, and sinus rhythm, would that ever be a situation that doctors would find themselves in or would we always be aware that heart failure and sinus rhythm had occurred before we we applied um, anti-oral coagulants? Well, uh, actually one, one of, the, of the
1: results of the trial, uh, of the meta Analysis, actually confirms this. I mean, uh, one of the results as, as just described was that the oral anticoagulation reduced the risk of stroke in those patients, which actually shows that there is indeed a causal association between heart failure mm-hmm. and stroke risk. So in this concept, somebody would really consider anticoagulants Uh, as a potential treatment strategy for those patients to prevent recurrent strokes, but it was offset by the the bleeding risk. Uh, But as I said, as I mentioned, uh, this reduction in stroke risk actually uh, confirms the causal association between heart failure and stroke, and uh, there's also good pathophysiological background to support this association is the of triad, uh, it was uh, suggested long ago. Patients with heart failure, they have. Uh, low blood flow, low low cardiac output actually because of the heart failure. There are also there is also endothelial dysfunction in the heart. Yes, there is a well-established pathophysiological background to support a causal association between heart failure and stroke risk. This is supported by the results of this meta-analysis, which does show a reduction in stroke risk in these patients by oral dipoculas, but we're not at the moment there. Well, we could use this in clinical practice because this is paid by an excess of uh, major bleedings.
0: What role did antiplatelets play, and how effective were they for stroke prevention with the heart failure and sinus rhythm?
1: Yes, they are effective. So, patients with stroke and heart failure and sinus rhythm, they have to be to receive thrombotic treatment, which, and the standard of care for uh, at the moment, is platelets, like, mostly aspirin in uh, most of the countries. Uh, so, yes, this is the, the standard of care for those patients, that I means patients with stroke and have a feeling in its to receive an adequate preferably AST. Uh I would just like, again, to express my gratitude to the whole Stroke Academy and to the whole Stroke Organization and the General, the National General of Stroke, for inviting us to this discussion and help us also for Konstantinos Ramos and the Gregor Leib. Again, uh, thank you very much.
0: You've been listening to a podcast interview with Dr George Natios from the University of Thessaly Department of Medicine and Larissa Greece, and Carmen Leif Jenkins, Managing Editor of the International Journal of Stroke. Dr George Natios is the submitting author for the manuscript Oral Anticoagulation versus Antiplatelet or Placebo for Stroke Prevention in Patients with Heart Failure and Sinus Rhythm, a systematic review and meta-analysis of randomized controlled trials. You can link through to this article in this podcast text. Thank you for listening. The International Journal of Stroke is the flagship publication of the World Stroke Organization. We also have the World Stroke Academy, which is our online e-learning platform. Please consider becoming a member of the World Stroke Organization and join the fight against the burden of stroke globally.